what is up podcast squad it has been quite some time since we have released some content but we made this special episode for your christmas break so we hope that you enjoy this week's episode of my fresh coast All right. Well, it has been a very, very long time since we have released an episode of My Fresh Coast. I am Quinn, and it's been about six months since we've released a podcast. Uh, So we are just going to update you guys on what has been going on for like this past million years where we have been dormant and quiet. I'm going to let Mark update us a little bit with what's been going on in his life well i'm just really excited i just celebrated my 87th birthday congratulations um, <laughs> time has flown by it's been amazing no it's been six months or, or plus i mean it's been forever and yeah. so we were definitely like man we have got to roll with the podcast again and so uh man it's been a while we've had some we've had some staff changes Ooh. uh we've had some crazy things happening we've had some babies we've had some <laughs> Not me, not me. I haven't had babies. Uh, no, I don't. I don't do that. So, um, anyways, we've had some babies on staff, and so uh, we are excited about kind of all the things that are happening. But we also are like, we've got to get back in that that recording studio, and make some podcasts, and we are excited about this episode. Kind of a special Christmas episode. Oh yeah, special Christmas episode. the The biggest life change that's happened since you last recorded a podcast, Mark. Biggest life change that's happened. You got a boat. I got, <laughs> I got a boat. Yeah, um, it's true. This podcast has been generating so much cash uh, <laughs> that I went out and bought a ginormous sixteen foot boat. Um, no, yeah, actually, I did. Uh, I got a, a small little kind of fish and ski boat, um, mm. and it's it's been a really a lot of fun for our family because we live like five minutes from a lake, and so it has been like a hey Friday night after school, let's just take the kids and go jump in the boat for like an hour or two and swim around a little bit in the summer and then jump out and get home. So that's amazing. Summer's over. It's cold now. Actually. Yeah, it's cold. now. It's very cold. Sorry. You can't use your boat anymore. I know it's sad. It's sitting and it's just collecting snow right now. (laughs) Mm, Tough. Well, if you've noticed, there's another voice on this podcast that doesn't quite sound like Abby. (laughs) You don't say. Would you please introduce yourself and let us know who you are, what you do, how you ended up in this room? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just teleported from the past. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. That's why it's been six months. We, we, we've all been in a time machine. <laughs> yes. No. Um, hello. My name is Kelly, and I am the new ministry facilitator for young adults. Um, Abby has moved to work part-time because she just had a baby. Mm, that's what I meant. That's the baby. Not my baby. Her baby. Yep. So Abby just had a baby, Molly. Well, actually, not just had. But yeah. July, I think. July. She'll get mad if she listens to this and we get the date wrong. <laughs> But I'm going to say July. I think it was July. It was definitely July 4th. Yes. 100%. It was on independent. No, just kidding. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so she is now part-time working with high school ministries, and I am filling in for her with young adults. Sweet. So. Not even just filling in. You are yeah, here. You're not I am here. You're like, <laughs> it's permanent. Yes. Right? You're, permanent. you're here. The facilitator. Let's go. We're excited to have you and to have you on a podcast. A yeah. new voice, yes. which is great. Another crazy thing that I just thought about, Dan who was leading worship for us, is gone. Oh, my goodness. Where did he go? He died. Oh, my goodness. No, <laughs> he, did not he didn't die. No, he actually planted a church, indwelling church, downtown Grand Rapids. So if you're ever in Grand Rapids, 10 a.m., indwelling church, downtown, off Monroe, yeah. go check him out. 
pretty sweet guy. We love Dan. Yes. Um, and so then there's me. Six months ago, the last time I was on a podcast, we talked about like, hey, may I want? Like, is it bad for me to be jealous or desire things that I don't have? Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned that my wife and I were really wanting to become pregnant because all our friends were pregnant and having babies. And so since that podcast, uh, we are now a month and a half away from having a baby. Man. So that's the biggest life change uh, that's happened to us. So we're super excited for that. And just so everybody knows, they're going to name their baby Janet. No. It's <laughs> not Janet, but Marcus temporarily Janet, named Santa Anna. Because he won't tell me the name, so I've named her. Oh my That's goodness. just the way it's going to be. So temporarily, you can refer to her as Janet, but that will not be her name. I <laughs> promise you that. That will not be her name. Uh, but we wanted to give you guys a special Home for the Holidays episode as uh, this is just being released the Tuesday before Christmas. A lot of our college students, a lot of our young adults are either going home or have family uh, coming in town. And so we wanted to just give you guys some practical things and some uh, gospel perspectives on what it will look like for us to uh, go home, uh, to be amongst family who maybe knows Christ or maybe doesn't know Christ, how to express the life change that we may have experienced through the gospel. So the first question I want us to just kind of go through is, uh, what has been your experience either going home for the holidays or having people come into your home for the holidays? And what does that look like uh, just from a personal side of things? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's interesting because I, I'm I'm thinking back to like when I was in college. I actually, I lived in Iowa at the time. My parents lived in Iowa and I went to college in California. So I didn't get to see any of my, my like high school buddies until I came home for the holidays. And basically my parents only flew me out for Christmas break because they're like, <laughs> you're not coming home at every holiday. It's expensive. So uh, we would come back for uh, Christmas break and I'd be home for like a month. And it was, oh man, see all the buddies, this and that. But there was always this kind of weird thing that happened of like, I I don't drink. And so all my high school buddies drank like sailors. And so Mm. it was a, how do we hang out? How do we interact? How do we connect outside of that party scene? Uh, And that was always difficult to to try to like, hey, you guys want to hang out? Like, yeah, we're doing a party tonight. I'm like, okay. uh, Yeah, I might come at like eight o'clock and stay for like an hour (laughs) before while everything's kind of calm. And then I'm going to take off again. Like, that's not my scene. And so, uh, yeah, it was kind of difficult trying kind of coming home during those seasons. And I, so I think that's some of what I'm, I'm anticipating for some of our listeners of like figuring out what does it mean uh, to kind of come home and to, to interact with people when you're saying, man, my life is a little bit different. Like I'm trying to follow Jesus now. I'm trying to look different. I, I, I want my, my interactions to be different. Um, and some of you maybe even have become believers away at school or deepened your faith away at school. And so, um, yeah, so I think that's the, that's the tricky part of kind of what we're trying to get after today. Yeah, and I even think as uh, I'm going to jump right into it a little bit is uh, when you talk about going home, uh, I think about a lot of the different mission fields that we go international, Mm -hmm. we might serve our cities. Uh, I think home and your hometown and where you grew up might be one of the most difficult mission fields. Uh, And the reason why I say that is I, uh, as I prep for this podcast, uh, the scripture that came to mind is when Jesus goes back to his hometown. Uh, This is in Mark 6, 1 through 6, and and he goes back to his hometown, and ultimately he preaches, uh, preaches the word, he reads scripture, but the people in his hometown are like, hey, aren't you just that carpenter? Aren't you just the son of Joseph and Mary? Aren't your mm-hmm. your sisters still live here? Your brothers are off doing like who gives you this credibility? How who gives you this wisdom? Like how are you able to do this? Uh, and 
the message he preached, his hometown didn't really receive it that well. And so when I think about us going back, especially for those of us who may have come to know Christ recently, it's tough. It'll be tough. It might be awkward in some of the conversations, uh, but my encouragement through that would to be Uh, Be confident in what Christ has called you to, the new life he has given you, because same thing, personal uh, experience, uh, going home for the holidays, my family's, my direct family, they're all believers, so a lot of our conversations and our time spent was gospel-centered, but when I would see extended family, Mm -hmm. um, I would go back there and I would almost be like a little bit ashamed to share my faith because Mm -hmm. I knew uh, they knew who I was growing up. They knew me as a kid. They don't really care what I have to say. I've always been on the younger side of my extended family. So I just had a lack of confidence and I felt like I had no reputation to speak into this and I didn't really see, man, I have new life and I should be excited about that. So even as we just think about going home for the holidays, like be confident in in the new life you have in Christ. Yeah. And so, I mean, Kelly, for you, We were kind of talking ahead of time, like you didn't really have that hometown. Nope. And so some of it is like, you know, talk a little bit about like more of it's, hey, we're coming into family, not necessarily just all the friends and relationships, but it's more like maybe some unbelieving family that we're interacting with. Oh, yeah, for sure. So for those of you who don't know, I grew up as a missionary kid in Budapest, Hungary, which is in Eastern Europe. And I lived there for 15 years. So from the age of three until I was 18. Um, And my parents decided um, to move back to the U.S. And so now that we're back in the States, we've been interacting a lot more with my family, um, who many of them we've been a little estranged from for Mm -hmm. most of my childhood because they're not believers. And um, they did not support us as missionaries. They, um, yeah, were not uh, fans of it. They did not understand um, Mm -hmm. that we had a call from the Lord to live overseas because they they didn't share our faith. Um, So coming home to family... Yeah, it can be tricky. Um, My family specifically, um, on my mom's side, they're all non-believers. A lot of them are also alcoholics. And so often when we're home, Mm -hmm. uh, well, quote unquote, home at grandparents' places, it's a matter of constantly refusing drinks when they offer them. And even when we do go out there, often get very um, inebriated. And we often have to be like, hey, grandma, like, that's your third shot of tequila. Like, maybe you should (laughs) settle down. And so it gets really awkward and uncomfortable being with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But something that I just try to do is continue to explain why I don't drink as much as they do or why I don't engage in certain just they gossip a lot as well which is also unhealthy so I try to refrain from gossiping about other family members and yeah but it's definitely tricky yeah Yeah. for sure and I think knowing that and going into it it helps I know what we talked about beforehand with just a servant's heart and preparing our way so I know Mark you had a little bit on that is like what should how should we posture ourselves? how should we kind of get into a mentality of, hey, we might be going home to a situation that's just not the most joyful thing, especially during the holidays. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's the the thing is we all know our own families and our own situation. And so it's taking it kind of step by step of what is our situation that we're going to be going back into. Um, maybe it's what, are the, what, are the, what kind of situation is coming to me, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like we've got family coming into town or we're going to family or I've got friends coming back from college or I'm coming back. All these kinds of situations, we know what's coming. I think it's it's really it's seeking out wisdom to plan out our time wisely. Um, and I know not a lot of us are like, oh, I'm going to plan out my days and really order everything over my Christmas holiday. But some of it is just going into it with wisdom to say, man, how am I going to posture my heart going into these situations, right? And so Romans 12, 10 says, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Uh, 
And I think if we can posture ourselves going into the holidays with a with a sense of like, man, I'm going in this. I'm going to seek to love people the best mm-hmm. that I can. Uh, and and also, um, I want to be a servant going into the situation. I want to I want to seek others' interests above my own. Philippians two, yeah. three, and four says, "Do not be selfish. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves." Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. And so going into the holiday season with an attitude that says, man, I know I'm going into a rough like kind of season. I know I'm going into a rough situation. I am specifically going to challenge myself to love and to be a servant um, in, in whatever situation comes up, right? Like I'm going to be praying for this situation that the Lord would just use this for whichever way he sees fit. But I really want to go into it with the mindset that my job here is to be loving and is to be a servant. And I think that that's going to allow our heart posture to change so that when, um, those uh, those crazy cousins come in, or those <laughs> those those uh, those frat brothers, uh, whatever, come into town and are like, "Come on, let's go." It's a man. How do I love you best in this scenario that I don't feel comfortable with, or I want to preach the gospel to you, but I'm not sure how exactly. Like, how do I just love you well, and how do I be a servant in this situation? And I think going into that, it just helps change our mindset of like, what's my purpose coming out of this, and how am I trying to come into this holiday season? Yeah. So along those lines. Um there are, I mean, some of you guys might be having like family or like parents directly who are non-Christians. And like, sometimes it can be really hard to figure out like how to minister to them. And one verse that came to mind is Ephesians 6, one through three, which is children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and the, and that you may live long in the land. And for some of you, when you first might hear this, this might be very hurtful, and I can totally understand that. But I do want to say that, like, honoring your parents or even just people around you does not mean following everything that they say or, like, obeying them exactly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes loving them is a matter of saying, like, hey, like, you've actually had enough to drink or, hey, like, I want to – like stop this conversation or I don't think you should watch that movie because I don't think it's going to be good for you and not doing it in a way that's maybe shaming or hurtful but rather I don't know if some of you um, some of you might not go to Calvary but Jim had done a sermon on Noah and his son and his sons and so his son Ham at one point um, basically Noah had gotten drunk and was looking ridiculous and he exposed him to the other two brothers but the other two brothers instead of making fun of Noah they came with a blanket wrapped him up covered him up and put him back in his tent and that was a very a very honoring way to treat their father rather than just exposing his sin and nakedness mm-hmm. um, they actually like were like we're gonna love you in this even though what you're doing is wrong and I think that's the attitude that we should try to have as Christians going home uh, to context where we're surrounded by non-Christians. Yeah. And I think when you share that, a lot of times I just hear of families, it's like, yeah, when I'm home for the holidays, it's just like a crap show. Everybody's arguing. Everyone's just like rough housing and it's crazy. And I think one way that we can just be a gospel light even is it might not be necessarily sharing the gospel uh, verbally, but it might be looking different than the rest of your family. So you go home and you're you've come to know Christ, your life has been changed and you're no longer engaging uh, with the arguments and the gossips. Uh, you are kind of like, you look around and you're like, oh man, like, wow, I can't believe we used to live this way. So instead of doing it in like a shameful way of like, oh guys, this is so embarrassing. Like you shouldn't do this. Like I figured it out. I'm. It's more of like, hey guys, like I, 
I want to look different. Like this new faith that I have is going to look different. And that's why I'm, I I'd rather not, I'd rather not sit here and gossip about our cousins who couldn't make it or gossip about the gifts that we got and uh, down talk our family. Like the way that you act and the way that you engage in conversation is going to look different than maybe it did before. And that's one way that we can just show that uh, our lives have been changed because of Christ. Yeah. And I, I don't think it has to come off like a, I'm the wet blanket, you know, yeah. like I'm, <laughs> I'm poo pooing everything. It's like, sometimes we are, we're serving, um, in such a way that like, maybe it's not even just serving vocally, but it's, it's serving just with a quiet and contrite heart. Like a, a, a I want to serve this family well. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's serving behind the scenes. It's serving yeah. when people aren't even noticing, like we're not doing this to serve, uh, so that everybody notices we're, we're ultimately serving God. Like that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to honor God with our attitudes and our hearts and our actions. Um, and I think there's a mixture in that of, I may at times also need to protect myself mm-hmm. in mm, how do I sure. give space and take space where needed, right? Like um, it's not always the healthiest to just dive in and be like, you know what? I'm going to serve my family. And so that means I'm going to be just like, I'm going to be the slave for the month that I'm home. And I'm just not going to say a word about like, sometimes it is to serve your family. Well, sometimes it's, I, I might need to just take some space, right? Yeah. Like, and I may need to go for a drive or I might need to just take some time alone or whatever that is to recoup to pray, to, to interact with God in a different way so that I can serve with an actual loving heart and not out of bitterness or frustration or anger, but I can serve like, man, God just needs to remind me why I'm trying to do this and why I'm trying to love them because I ultimately want my family and my friends and the people around me to know Jesus. Yeah. Like not just so that they look at me and say, Oh, they're so nice. Like I want them to love Jesus. And so I want to, to do this in such a way that my heart shows that as I serve them and as I love them. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's figuring out what's that balance that needs to happen in this season. Oh yeah. And I, I think going back to Jesus in his hometown, when he went there, no one, he ended up being not received well at all. So he was faithful uh, in proclaiming the word and, and doing the miracles that he could do. But ultimately his hometown drove him out of the town. Like they tried to get him to jump off a cliff and die. Like that's crazy. And sometimes that might be our experience. We might come in there like excited about uh, what uh, the gospel means to us and what our new lives look like. Uh, And our family's going to mock us. They're going to be like, wow, look at you. Like, oh, you got it all figured out. They'll mock you and they'll push back against you. And sometimes that unfortunately might be the case where it's just like, all right, like I've tried, I've been faithful to what uh, this might look like for me to show my faith at home for the holidays. Uh, And sometimes it might be like, okay, like this might not be the moment where I'm like going to debate and argue on why you need to come to know Christ. It might just be the time where you just got to be faithful to where God has you to serve your family well. um, And then just to be there with them. And, and maybe God will use that as a seed for a future conversation or a future uh, experience. Uh, So as we kind of wrap things up, what are some uh, action steps? What are some practical things that we can start doing now in preparation for when we're engaging with family and friends for the holidays? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think one big action step for me is – prayer, but not just praying alone, but also praying in community. So maybe it's a matter of when you go home, you contact a couple close Christian friends of yours and say, hey, will you pray with me? Or maybe it's when after you've had maybe a really hard conversation or there's a lot of arguing going on in your house, you just kind of go on a prayer walk, you call up a friend and you just like talk to them as you just kind of take some time for yourself and yeah, feel supported. You're not 
if you do have a hard family situation at home, like know that you are not alone and that there are people supporting you. And when you do feel discouraged, um, yeah, I just encourage you guys or even myself to just press into those people. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, for me, I, so I, I kind of put down these four quick action points. Like, number one, put love as your top priority. Um, how am I going to love my family? How am I going to love my friends going into this? Number two, go with the servant's heart, right? Like, go with the servant's heart, not expecting to be served, but expect to serve. Uh, that That's the example that Jesus set for us. Um, he didn't come to this world. Uh, he, he came to serve, not to be served. And so that's, there's a, there's a counterintuitive action to that, but that's how he loved people well was by serving. Number three, plan your Christmas time wisely. Mm. Um, just plan it out. Like make sure you're planning it wisely. Uh, if you need to have a, a certain balance of where you're staying or how long you're staying or any of those things, like just plan it out wisely. And number four, give space and take space where you need it. Right. Yep. Like don't be afraid to give space and take space. Um, that's okay that you need some time away or that you need some time alone yeah. to recoup and to, to gather your thoughts or to spend that time praying or to spend that, that time, maybe talking with a friend who understands uh, a Christian brother or sister that can, that can press into you and like encourage you. And so, um, yeah. So I think those are my kind of four quick action steps. Yeah. My action steps root from, uh, James one, five through six. And it just says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Uh, and so my action steps are just be confident, uh, in who you're, who you are in Christ, uh, work on, uh, your gospel fluency. These are my practical steps right here. Work on your gospel fluency, like sharing the gospel with some of your community that you're with now, or some of your friends in 60 seconds, uh, be able to recognize how uh, the gospel plays into all aspects of life so that when you are home, when those conversations and opportunities come up, hey, you're ready to go. Like, oh, I know how God, how the gospel plays into finding new jobs or into healing loved ones or praying for loved ones or the way that I serve or care for my family. And then just be excited for the gospel. That's one thing, yeah. especially uh, when I would go home to extent, extended family, I would be ashamed. and I'd be like, I'm not even going to share. Like, I'm not, I don't, they're not going to care. They're going to mock me. And I'm, I'm like, now I'm like, the gospel is so exciting. It's such good news. Uh, I don't care if my family's going to mock me or if they're going to uh, debate me. Like, that's how much I love God and how much the gospel excites me. So, like, that's my mm -hmm. practical steps, just gospel fluency and be excited and yeah, confident. And I, I would say if you need an encouraging passage, like Philippians chapter 2 is just, it's it's all about what it is to love love people, to serve people, to be humble, and to just run after Christ. And so uh, I think if we if we do that well— that's how we're going to really like kind of succeed in the holidays, you know, like yeah. how we're going to enjoy the holiday season, even if we're going into a tough time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Sweet. Well, also on top of this, just guys, enjoy your Christmas break. Enjoy being home as much as you can. Get some rest from school. If you have time off of work, rest up. We're praying that you guys have a just a good Christmas break and that you're mm -hmm. able to just be a light to your families or be able uh, to just have a good time with your families. Sure. This is just a quick special episode for the holidays, but you guys can look forward uh, to monthly episodes in the new year. Our first uh, new season episode will be releasing uh, January 10th. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we're just going to be continuing to just hit on some hot topics, some cultural topics, and uh, looking at those things and giving perspectives through a gospel lens. Uh, and with that being said, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys on January 10th. See you later. Bye.